and welcome to the second ever episode of Beyond Hallyu podcast. This week it's just me and Sasha. Hello, Sasha. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. Last time we released, well, it was our first ever episode and we were talking about 2014. And we got some good feedback. A few people listened. That's that's really what we were going for, you know. Yeah, we like people. So today we want to sort of follow on from what we did last time which was about 2014 so today we're gonna do 2015 yep and our predictions i suppose what we think will happen we can't be sure we don't have a time machine but we know some things kind of sometimes occasionally not often but sometimes like i felt like at the end of 2013 that 2014 was gonna be the year where either we found this whole new like set of groups that we're gonna sort of set the set the K-pop scene on fire again, and it would sort of re- reinvigorate itself, mm. or it would start to fizzle out. And I don't know, like it did. It was more the latter one, but it didn't. At the same time, it didn't. It wasn't dramatic, even though dramatic things happened. It just kind of slid down in quality a little bit. Yeah, it kind of. I don't know. It, it often felt like it was fizzling out a little. Uh, fans were becoming a bit more impatient and questioning why certain groups were not releasing as much music or not releasing yeah. any music at all. All the problems with the companies really did not help any situations. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I never really heard anyone debut at the end of the year that I was like, yeah, definitely want to look out for them. I don't feel like the international fandom is expanding at the rate that it was in sort of 2012. No. Recently, I've been going on a lot of Facebook groups that I'm still on, and they're posting a lot of flash mobs, especially from 2011-2012. And that's when, particularly in London, them sorts of activities in the K-pop fandom was really big. Things like flash mobs haven't gone on in the past two years and it's mainly because there's nothing they really want to dance along to or sing along to or anything like that anymore songs come and go a lot quicker than they did then and some of them songs you still get playing all over the place at like club nights and things like that but now you don't and that's another thing club nights they used to happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, we're both fully aware of this. We had some times. We did have some times. <laughs> There's not a lot to look forward to as a fan of K-pop anymore. You kind of just get a in a long feeling, don't you? It's just like, okay, new group. Meh, okay, yeah. new release. Oh, that group's gone because their company have screwed them over. That's pretty much what you've got to look forward to. But also, like, other countries as well. Like, obviously, Malaysia's having all kinds of issues at the moment. Mm. And I saw something about Malaysia and K-pop the other day where someone was saying that K-pop's uncool in Malaysia. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Because I don't think that was always the case. I might be wrong. I don't know. I always got the inkling that it wasn't uncool, that people really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. quite happy with enjoying it. And it was quite mm. random. But that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. They've dropped a lot of numbers. Sorry, even when you look at, like, the tourist companies for, like, Visit Seoul and Visit This Place and This Place and This Place, they they don't seem to be leaning on K-pop. It's less towards, hey, if you enter this, we'll give you a free CD. Now it's, if you enter this, we'll give you food. I've never really been much of a CD person, so... I'd rather have the food. I'd rather have the food as well. I mean, the only place where it still seems to be growing is China. And to be honest, like, 
if you can get China, you don't really need it anywhere else. I mean, Japan's going down. See, this year, they'll be focusing more and more on China. And this is the thing. The stuff with the Chinese pe- members and stuff. Yeah. And when um, you ever something happens and then people start to make horrible comments about, in Korea mostly, why do SM still work with these Chinese idols? Yeah. When, you know, they're so unreliable and back, you know, they're backstabbing everyone. Is because that's where the money is. So they're always going to work with Chinese idols. Of course that's where the money is. That's where the majority of the fans are. So I too would market myself towards China. And it's the same for the film industry as well. China is the emerging film market in the world and like everyone is targeting it and by something like 2020, China will have the biggest film market in the world. But because of China's government and the way that everything's really heavily regulated yeah they only release something like 16 or 20 foreign films all year so if you want to get into the chinese market you need to film film stuff in china and co-produce it in china so that's why so many korean chinese co-productions are happening hollywood wants to continue to dominate so it doesn't really want to teach china how to make good films but china wants to learn how to make good films chinese producers so that's a big opportunity for Korea that they're really exploiting at the moment but it'll be interesting to see if that makes the Korean film industry bigger or if that'll be a short term thing making it bigger and then it'll become obsolete once China knows what it's doing. That's smart thinking in terms of um, Korea doing that but at the same time they're essentially screwing themselves over with the way that they're treating the idols and the actors and actresses Mm. that are going over to progress there there's always issues like we're going back to super junior and the issues that they had there and then Mm -hmm. the issues that they're having with exo and issues they've had with actresses before just refusing to work in career again because just the amount of disrespect that they've had and the overworking and just the drive and the pushing constantly victoria sometimes i'm quite impressed by like she's so popular in china Mm. And the fact that she sort of still does all the work in Korea is quite impressive because it would be quite easy for her not to probably at this point, especially with the way FX is going. Yeah. That's another thing of FX will be coming up for their renewal in, ne- well, I think that'll be next year or the year after. But Shiny's coming up for this year. So I guess that's one. Do you think Shiny will renew their contract? I'm not sure. I don't think that certain members will. Just saying, not going to mention any names, but fans will get it. One of mm. their faces is starting to freak me out a little. All of their faces freak me out. <laughs> okay, look, I was trying not to be harsh, okay? But one member in particular, face, scary. I don't know when they came out. Usually um, SM Idols debut in summer, so I'm guessing it's probably like June. Okay. Um, so we'll hear soon. I don't know, because I feel like that's why Taemin and Jonghyun got their solos. And key last year is that oh i don't know i don't know if that's them trying to keep them all on board or if they're trying to work to work on separate strategies i think it's just sm hedging their bets if they're attempting to keep them all on board they're kind of failing with one member has Onyu had anything no <laughs> that's i was thinking that. of Mino. i was like why would anyone give me no so low <laughs> oh, he, he <laughs> had the whole acting thing didn't he that was poor can you imagine that <laughs> Mino, rap solo. Get him on, show me the money. He's the greatest idol rapper going. <laughs> what are you on about? I was shocked when I heard that he wasn't a, a former underground star. But yeah, Onya's, Onya doesn't seem to have been doing much. Nothing, really. But then he had his little scandal thing, didn't he? About a year and a half back, two years. That wasn't a proper scandal, though, was it? No, 
it was just a little thing with the woman from after school. And everyone was like, he's not a bad thing. Yeah, so what? He's having sex. Get over it. All your idols have sex. All of them. Yeah, sometimes with each other. Yeah, sometimes with each other. Sometimes they're like, hey, you're free. You ain't dancing for a couple of hours. Wanna bang? That's what happens. Sometimes they have managers and stylists. Wink, wink. I just went to that hotel with my stylist. Wink, wink. So they, they could help me prepare, wink, wink, my costume by sticking my pink <laughs> in my pants. Yeah. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> we got all the secrets. We actually have none of the secrets. If you want actual secrets, you should listen to Anonymous Said. That's, that should. is quite entertaining. So there, if you haven't listened to it, their whole format is that, I mean, it's kind of gossip, but also like behind the scenes stuff. They talk about how um, K-pop is kind of behind the scenes and share gossip, but they don't name names. Yeah. But sometimes it's really obvious. I don't know, because I was tempted into it after you, and I had listened because I wasn't doing anything. And I was like, I've got a little while. And then I was like, oh my god. (laughs) The gossip. I hated myself for about 30 minutes after that. But at the same time, I was so eager to try and work out who it was. I felt like writing down notes in a notebook. Clues. Yeah, I get I get sad like that. It's fine. But there, there's two I think we've agreed on that we definitely know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, we won't go there. Nah, we definitely know though. I was going to start singing Inspector Gadget. <laughs> so I think we should try and organise like a crossover. Yeah. And we can we can, we can can uh, interrogate them. Yeah, no, I think that would be hilarious. And then not tell anyone except us because we'll get them in trouble. We, we can keep a secret. We, we actually can. We can. We're very good at that. We're not dodgy. We are quite good sometimes. Some, occasionally. Most of the time. Good at keeping secret. We can be a little bit dodgy. We are a bit dodgy. Yeah, you never want to play Monopoly with us. We will defeat you. And you would cry. Mm. Or, or trivia games, because we both have a lot of knowledge about... Like, we get a bit too things. into that. But anyway, back to Shiny, which yeah. we went on a massive tangent there. Sorry. <laughs> will, Shiny, will Shiny renew in 2015? We'll just answer yes or no. What's your opinion on it? I think it might be yes, but I think it'll be on a fairly short contract, like two years. I think yes, but I think one of the members may move on in their career. I feel like they might have another year or two, maybe three. Yeah. Away from Shiny, I wonder what's going to happen with fx because mm-hmm. they're not really relevant anymore are they people are obviously still gonna fangirl or fanboy over amber because she's beloved <laughs> she is really likable though you can't dislike amber you just can't she does have one of them little faces where it's just like can't hate you she's so like adorable but also not cutesy at the same time which really helps because especially for people like me sometimes when you see cutesy you're just like I will vomit and I will not stop vomiting until you get it out of my face. And then sometimes I absolutely adore it. Like Gary's adorable yeah. and I love him. Oh, here we go. I'm not starting on the get up. I'll leave it for a bit, okay? We got a tweet from from Christian hey. from Korean Indie. Hi. And he's he's far, being far too encouraging of you and your Gary nonsense. Yeah, so. we are, look, we are Gary lovers, okay? And for that, <laughs> we are besties. Yep. Anyway, Gary. back to Amber. Oh yeah, Amber. Amber's on Real Men at the moment. I think she's doing quite well. Like I wasn't expecting this, but she seems to be the one who's making a good impression so far. There's a clip of her that I saw last night from the first episode. She's been like really stressed out by obviously what it is, and she's kind of forgotten her Korean. Yeah, I did read about that. I felt really bad for her because I was like, well, it's not really her first language, is it? So. It's a bit difficult. She's still pretty much learning. But I think the thing with FX is, like, saying about Amber, 
she's also got her solo debut coming up, which I think will be like Tay Mins, to be honest. I didn't know that. I'm learning something new. Yes. She's got that. And then there's Victoria, who's probably got more Chinese dramas coming up. And then Luna's usually got musicals and stuff. Yeah. I like her. She seems like a really pleasant idol. She's the core of the group. She's like Soyeon in, in Girls' Generation. Like mm. She's one of the strongest dancers and the strongest singer. Who you also love. I just, I feel like if I, for some reason someone made me to be an idol, which would be hell. Yeah. I feel like I would be like Soyeon. I think you would. That's slightly scary. I would be your manager. Yeah, we're not doing this. 60% cut. It's fine. Oh, great. We'll talk about it later. We're not doing it. There's no idling happening. You say this, but you won't resist. Can you (laughs) imagine? No. Can you imagine? I can't. I think it would be hilarious. I'm sorry. No, so basically what my point was, everyone in FX has a thing of their own. Pretty much. So... It's kind of irrelevant what happens with the group. It's pretty true. Speaking of Mm -hmm. groups like that, Big Bang are supposedly coming back this year. I can't discuss, okay, Big Bang because it's still really, really unfair. Mm -hmm. Like everyone else has got a little solo career at some point in Korea, apart from one member. But to be fair... We're talking about Daesung, obviously. He has done quite a lot in Japan, and that probably is more profitable for him. Yeah. So, he's making the money. Can't complain. Hana. Top took off his top. Hey. Hey. See what he did there. Oh, thank you. A lot of people freaked out about that. Oh my god. Top is topless. Top and Daesung have got their more, like, adult vibe. Yeah. And then you've got GD and Taeyang, and, well, and then Seungri. Yeah. I mean, they just don't fit on stage together anymore. Within mm. them three, you've got one who threw a towel at someone after sex. <laughs> you've got one that uh, went on TV and was like, yeah, I smoked weed, but I'm sorry. That was the most ridiculous thing. See, like, the Healing Camp episode with Daesung and GD in it. Like, Daesung accidentally possibly killed somebody yeah. and GD smoked a joint. It just <laughs> And they were cool. acting as if these things were, like, of a comparable level. And they wasn't. The thing about that as well, people are like, oh, it's the culture. But to be fair, it is, it's the law, mm. but it's actually a fairly recent thing in Korean culture. Like before um, Park Chung Hee was in government, if you read about um, the history of marijuana in, in Korea, hemp was a crop that was used a lot in Korea. For much longer time, smoking cannabis has been a part of their culture than the sort of 30 years or 40 years that it's been illegal. But yeah, no, so I feel like I know that they're going to come back, but you can't dress top up in G-Dragon clothes. But do you remember the blue hair? The blue hair was beautiful. But, like, I feel like since then, he's had his film and, like, he's matured. I know. And, you know, he's got his own look. Why would you ruin that? Nobody is giving top braids. No. Or twists again. No. Can we please stop doing that to their hair? Let's just have this, okay? This needs to be said. A lot Mm. of girls moaned about the fact that Taeyang didn't change his hair for a long time and then he changed his hair. What did yous do? Bad fact. Fangirls, bad fangirls. You ruined the man. Have you seen his hair at the moment? There's something wrong with him. Seriously, I feel like flying back to Korea just to sit him down in a chair and be like, look, we're shaving it all. Until you can grow some decent hair, you won't have any hair. We're hats. We were discussing this. He had his uh, Chad Future hair at the end of the Oh, year. yeah, Mr. Chad Future. Just saying, he is the future. 2015, watch out. <laughs> Look, I understand why he's doing it, but at the same time, I don't understand. I don't. No, I don't understand. They should go back to the quality releases he used to make, like, um, that I like when squirrels chase squirrels. Oh, yeah. 
or heart to heart it's heart to heart oh. comeback heart to heart oh yeah was a classic <laughs> 2015 that's what we want to see it's heart to heart it's okay comeback. london listeners i can get them to come here sasha is on the case i will sort it out okay i can bake cookies Talking about Chad Future uh-huh. has made me think of Eat Your mm-hmm. Kimchi. They do need to be discussed. <laughs> I don't really watch no. their videos, but and I don't really like their videos that much. I like their food videos, but at the same time, I don't feel that strongly. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest, okay? I, I'm on the same wavelength as you. I don't have any strong feelings mm-hmm. towards them. I don't. They gave me a free crayon pop CD once. They did an interview with us once. They done an interview with us once. They seemed pretty nice. Seemed like decent mm-hmm. enough people. I mean, the one thing you can't take away from Eat Your Kimchi, whether you like them or dislike them, is that they do work yeah, really hard. They do. But the one thing you can fault them on is the fact that you've lived in Korea for a couple of years now. Please make an effort. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not me being yeah. rude, but... <sighs> but while I agree, there are, I feel it's kind of like it's unfair when people put all of that blame on them because that is what the expat culture is oh, like no. in Korea. And there I don't are so put it all on them. Like I do put it on culture yeah. because there's a lot of people out of it that just haven't bothered to learn korean martina seems like she can speak a bit yeah but simon doesn't no. his accent's pretty dodgy but anyway i think the way that people like witch hunt them i think is out of order yeah no that's a bit much but that's the thing that happens in k-pop with everything so... hey look idols aside i wish them the best for 2015 hopefully it's a year without wars and people wanting you to take down your videos and such i don't think you should leave them up you're just expressing yourself which you're allowed to do like freedom speech people if someone doesn't like the group that you like that's mm-hmm. not really a legitimate reason to hate them no i mean i know they've said a couple of problematic things yeah but that's awful a lot of people yeah so yeah so 2015 our thing about eat your kimchi is like just leave them alone yeah like if you don't like what they do don't watch it don't watch it don't read it don't visit their cafe don't buy their products exactly and if you do go for it why not we recently got the chance to interview new solo artist Ferlin, who used to be a member of the girl group scarf about her debut single album Unfortunately, there's a lot of background noise, so we just included a few questions here, but you can read the whole interview on beyondhalyou.com. Hi, Ferlin, can you tell us a bit about your new release? First is my first solo single, consisting of three songs, um, two Mandarin songs and one Korean track featuring me from Some people might know you as a former member of the girl group Scarf. Why did you choose to leave the group and go solo? Uh, well, it's actually a mutual agreement between me and my company, my previous management company. And they knew all along that I wanted to um, produce an album that is more towards my style and my liking. So yeah, I decided to go solo. We heard you were involved in the production of your music. How was that? Well, it was definitely really challenging. But I met a lot of angels along the way. Um, I was blessed to have um, renowned producers like Jen Neal and Jim Deep and also to have lyricists like Colin Lin to be part of this uh, music making. And it was a great experience. How was working with Mint from Tiny G? So it was great. Um, Mint was really professional and Mint and I actually had a, a great time. So what are your plans for 2015? Well, promoting this album first and I hope that 2015 will be a great year for myself and a great year for you guys who are listening to Beyond Hallyu Podcast. 
Thanks to Fallon for sending us her answers. Make sure you check out the full interview on beyondhalu.com and check out Fallon's new single, Love Talk. We have to talk about the baddest female, don't we? We have to. So she will be debuting in um, America. Pretty much sure she's going to work with Will I Am. Yeah, it looks like she might be replacing Fergie or doing a collaboration with BP, Brown Eyed, Black Eyed Peter. Black Eyed. You know what I mean. <laughs> Will I Am and the other two. Will I Am and the other two. <laughs> so what do we think is going to happen? Oh, you know it's going to be a crazy Will I Am thing. To be fair though, if it's like that, it's my birthday one, I'm going to find it hilarious in so many bad ways. You know that that song's based on... An Indian song from like 20 years ago. And that's what makes it so bad as well, because people are like, wow, this sounds like a Bollywood song. It's like, it is. <laughs> how do you explain to people that Will I Am isn't the genius that they think he is? Do we think that CL will make any impact stateside? I think people are looking forward to her at the moment, it seems. She is getting a lot of um, interest, which is confusing to me, but I don't know. It's a good thing. If she wants to go for a solo career in america why not obviously she's fluent in english but i don't know how good she is at rapping in english because those are two different things yeah. she's not very good at rapping in korean but anyway she's no, the baddest do you know female what? she does the annoying gd slur and it gets on yeah. my nerves she does this noise a lot as well nah mm. yeah yeah listen to some of her solo songs <laughs> and you'll be like why is she making that noise i mean the thing about the the u.s debut is She's got. She's doing it with Scooter Braun, who is was Justin Bieber's manager and managed the whole Psy thing. If anyone can do it, should do fall. We'll see. Hopefully, it won't be another one of these like putting a china doll in my video kind of thing. Oh, do you know? What? I really, really hope not because that will be so offensive. <laughs> What's that Chris Brown song? Fine, like China or something like that. Wasn't it just called China? I don't know. I don't listen to Chris I Brown. Think so. <laughs> And then he got Tiara to come and perform at his pool party. That was just the worst thing ever. I want it to be 2015 to be the year that Tiara goes off to China and makes an absolute mint and no one, and like just is totally irrelevant that everyone in Korea hates them because that, that amuses me quite a lot. Like There's so much that's just been totally overblown on a lack of any substantial evidence whatsoever they used to come out with really good songs really cheesy really silly something that you could like sing and dance along to and then mm. they started doing 30 minute videos i ain't got 30 minutes to watch your video <laughs> <laughs> i don't care who dies in the video i don't care who saves who who's danny i, I mean i quite liked their last song it was a it was a bit of a rip off of another edm track that i can't think of right now and I quite like number nine. And they both did alright, to be fair, they both did alright. Nine Muses has just come back. And mm-hmm. like me and you quite like Nine Muses, like 2013. Yeah. It was a really good year for Nine Muses. But two of the key members have left. God. Jungri can't hold the vocals by herself. Nine Muses just upset me now because my favourite member's gone. And she was just beautiful and powerful. We Sim. Yeah. And now she's gone. Yeah, she's gone. The only member I still care about is Yuerin or Yuerin or whatever. But that's not enough to hold my attention, especially now they like they didn't even get Sweet Tune for this track, so the song's not very good. See, I've not even bothered to listen to the song because I was like, well, the members I liked are not there anymore, so there's no point. But I've done that with After School as well, and then I fell in love with Orange Caramel. 
They don't suit after school, but orange caramel. They don't after school, but orange caramel. Nana does, but yeah, she's got a bit of a flippant personality, hasn't she? Really? Oh, that's one of the one of the first dating scandals of 2015. Nana might be dating an actor whose name I can't remember. He he was in Twenty One's music video, "Fallen in Love." Hong Jonghyun, maybe. He was on We Got Married with Europe or he's on We Got Married with Europe from Girls Yeah. And he might also be dating Nana and apparently this is a betrayal of Yura. Oh okay. Do people realise that We Got Married is actually fake and they're not actually considering Seriously. getting married and majority of them Seriously. are actually in relationships or gay. Jogon and Gaian wasn't a real relationship. What are you saying right now? I'm sorry. I, I don't want to hurt you, but it wasn't a real relationship. Don't cry, Lizzie. Be strong. <laughs> Yura's probably friends with Nana. She probably doesn't care. They probably eat chicken together, okay? It's cool. Like, they turn up, they film, they get paid, they go home. It, they don't actually sit there and pine for each other for the two two weeks between filming one episode and filming the next one. Hey, look, one. I would pretend to be married to someone, Gary, for money, but I wouldn't have to pretend. I'm just putting it out there, Gary, okay? So I kind of hope 2015 is the year that we got married is finally cancelled. Oh, that... please. I think I watched a couple of episodes a few years ago and I was like, who's watching this? Why are you watching two celebrities pretend to be in love with each other? It's weird. And pretend to be married as well. Oh, actually, the only way I would allow uh, we got married to continue on is if they had a male couple on there or a female couple I'm sure that's gonna happen. it's the only way i'd allow it so you best get ready to start counseling yourself in 2015 because that's not gonna happen is it commissioner sasha is counseling i have counseled you we got married in 2015 show me the money has been running for three seasons now mm. and last year was really popular this year what they're planning on doing is an all-female spin-off First of all, it's called Unpretty Rap Star, which I think is a stupid name. I I don't get that at all. I'm just like, you could have used a better word. It's not a TLC reference, no. No. (laughs) If it was, though. So much more respect. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think, I doubt they even know that song. (laughs) I'm interested to see it. It'll be interesting to watch. But the level of competition compared to Show Me The Money there's two well-established, sort of well-respected artists. There's like Timey, and then there's Jolly V, who we've interviewed before. You interviewed. Who is lovely? Yeah, who dissed Timey before? Is <laughs> yeah, but still quite lovely. And then after that, I mean, there's Lil Sham, who's same as Illionaire, so mm. like she's alright. She did had that stupid line in one of her songs about being better than the black kids. Oh. <laughs> It was meant as like a backhanded compliment, but you just sound so ignorant. Mm. And then there's G-Men from a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. I couldn't hold back the laugh there. Sorry. You can't put G-Men from AOA up against Jolly V or She Tiny. could surprise us all. You don't know. I watched the preview and she wasn't as bad as I was expecting. There you go. She, her, she, was, she was, you know, in time. <laughs> Well, that's good. Oh, no, it does sound like it'll be really amusing and quite good. Definitely worth a watch, I'd say. Just mainly to see the skill levels and what goes on. But, yeah, I definitely know who I'm backing. 
I mean, I wish they'd got a better idol in. See if they got, like, L.E. from EXID, that would be better. Yeah. I think maybe they cast Jimin before EXID got popular. But and I also, like, another thing is that I hope that they don't have an all-male panel. I don't think that would be good at all. I think it would be quite nice to have, seeing as they're going with the, like, female route, they should kind of stick to that theme. Get, like, Yoon Mi in there. Yeah, instead of just throwing men at them and being like, well... You need to prove it to us. First of all, you're the unpretty rap stars, so, you know, it's because you're not pretty enough to be idled or something. And then you're just being judged by men because the hip-hop standard is male and hip-hop is masculine. Oh, that would not be good. Going back to predictions for 2015, it'll be interesting to see who is on the next series of Show Me The Money because I assume that they'll make one given how popular it was last year. Yeah, I reckon they will. I think that rap monster from BTS should go yeah. in if he gets the chance. I just think he should throw his name into everything. Or get Sugar in there. Oh, don't. You're the funny looking one. He's not funny looking. He's adorable. <laughs> no, do you know who's adorable in BTS? The little one. The young oh. one. Jungkook or Dream is. He's so cute. I just want to like, pat him on the head. Oh god, what have we started? <laughs> and then when he tries to be hard. And it's really cute. It's pretty cute when all of them attempt to be hard because you just want to feed them cookies. They're so gangster. Click, click. Bang. I wonder. Click, click, click. That's bang, what bang. I'm saying. <laughs> this year might be a good year for them. They're definitely building up fans very quickly. I mean, what other groups do you think will do well this year? EXID? Yeah. I think Orange Caramel will always do well. Because they are just adorable. It's a, and their songs are really, really catchy and quite good. Crayon Pop are coming back <gasps> with the Shin Dong Tiger song. Yeah. Okay, that's exciting. I'm sorry. We won't get too excited. We'll calm it down. Uh, this is the reason why me and you love Crayon Pop. This is the kind of reason why we put on Crayon Pop's Facebook thing that they were delaying the song or they weren't releasing it yet because they weren't happy with it. Oh god! It's like one of the most respected singers in the industry. She's like, "Yeah, we're not, we're not happy with the song. <laughs> we're still working on it." Oh, you have to love that. The brutal honesty that they come out with is just excellent. You either write a decent song or you'll be beaten up. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. Wade's coming for you. <laughs> She's coming. She has a baseball bat. Have we talked enough about K-pop? Now? Yeah, we have. What about any hip-hop predictions for the year? Oh, you see, I was writing down a list of my predictions but i'm gonna save that this is the 2015 podcast i know but i want to see this show first because i was more focused on the females so i'll watch the show and then i'll make a firmer decision on what i think is going to happen and now it's time for the second part of our interview with chris from korean indie this time he talks to us about his predictions for 2015. Are there any releases you're particularly looking forward to for 2014? 15, sorry. In 15, I don't know anyone personally who's going to release anything really new in 2015. I'm waiting for From the Airports, which they told me was supposed to come out in November. Yellow Monsters will probably have another album. I think they'll have another full length. That would be in the fall, knowing them. I don't really know who else is going to have new music. Like I'm more interested in the festivals this year for the u.s oh a couple people who are coming out and south by has announced people who are coming yeah i saw that hopefully i'll be there i've been talking to love x stereo because they are releasing something but i don't know mm. what the exact plans are every year it seems like more um, the public gets more fed up with k-pop idols do you think that that's like an opportunity for indie acts i would hope so mm-hmm. obviously but 
The problem is the general public doesn't really care. I've asked tons of musicians about it. Like, do you think that people would want to listen to the Korean rock music or Korean independent music? And their answer is they don't know it exists. They don't, they're fine with walking through places and getting K-pop blared at them. I know that when people do find out, like even Koreans find out that there's rock music, they kind of get impressed and like, oh, I have to find out more about this stuff. But then you know, they don't. They, yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, I like this one band. I mean, a lot of people seem to be fed up with idols, but I don't know if it'll just, you know, they'll just get replaced with a slightly less idol packaged, you know, but still fairly manufactured act. Because there's acts that came out this year, people like um, Mamamoo, who are still idols, but they're more, oh, I don't know, less refined, maybe. For K-pop, it's like, I do, like, listen to it. I do keep an eye on it because it's mm. just fun. But this year was kind of the year of, there was nothing that was really amazing, I guess. I mean, there's Actong Musician. They were popular this year. And they're kind of, again, they're kind of the thing where they're sort of in the idol system, but not quite idols, which mm. I think is the thing that's sort of a growing trend. Maybe that'll block the way for NDX. That's the one worry, though, because I was told that a couple years ago that Pastel kind of took on that system, mm -hmm. that idol, idol training system. They had amazing releases amazing albums and then to hear that they went to that kind of system is like oh really disappointing because now they're trying to corner that market of like coffee shop or mellow uh independent music it's like you know you have to let the artists kind of breathe and i've i've heard stories of people who stop making music that's like yeah their contract that's sad do you think that maybe also with the current administration and censorship in the media and that kind of thing do you think that would have any impact i think then this is my personal opinion. The fact that they're shutting down freedom of press, which is a very sad thing, because if you're talking bad about her, then you can get arrested. You know, as a politician, you should expect to get good and bad. And I don't, I don't know, you know, I don't know any of the plans of her, her administration or anything. But when it comes to music, they were are willing to ignore it as long as it's not affecting them. And Korean independent music, you know, you have these these musicians who are very passionate about what they do, and they see how things are and they don't agree with it but even if they speak out they're such a small minority that no mm -hmm. one really listens to them you know it's mm -hmm. like a mouse mm -hmm. yelling at a tiger for pop music it's the system that they have and they're going to keep using it i don't necessarily think like they could say 2014 for sales was a bad year but you know you don't make money just just with sales of the album you make money with commercials make, and yeah, the dramas and all that i don't i don't think they're dying you know they're not having mm -hmm. a problem because you have these idols and all these TV shows, like most of them don't do music most of the year. They're always on these variety shows and, and making money that way. So, you know, 2014 could have been a bad year, I guess, with the number of releases or the popularity, but I don't think they're hurting necessarily. And I don't think 2015 will be much different. Uh, do you have any events that you're looking forward to next year? Well, there's Soul Sonic, uh, which will be, I believe, it's usually around Camp Fest in San Francisco, so it'll be in March. Hopefully, I'll be here for the first show. We're planning to go to South by. I'm trying to bring a writer from New York and a writer from the Midwest with me also. So it's going to be three of us from the site. If we can all get there, which I have to plan, for, I'm trying to plan for now. Like it's, I think it's going to be either a blur or I'm not going to know what's going on. Do you have any predictions for 2015? I feel like someone's going to. Someone's going to release an album that's going to polarize a lot of people. The music in itself is a little safe. I would really hope that, you know, more political music starts coming out of Korea. And I think that there's going to be people who are going to start trying to help 
musicians get more support to live as musicians because some labels don't treat their musicians very well and i feel like maybe next year will be the year that the musicians start banding together and doing their own thing so overall what do you think the year will be like for indie in 2015 overall it's i think it's going to be better than this year i think existing bands are going to have new music i think some bands that haven't been doing much lately are going to come back i think some bands are going to break up because of military service it's going to be another positive year i feel overall and i feel that um it's going to be another year for international media to take another look and hopefully they can start doing it properly so finally um what are your plans for your website korean indie in 2015 2015 first off is soul sonic and south by that's the main thing and how we're gonna get funding for that i'm not sure yet one of the long kind of long goals i have for the site is to help a band produce an ep not i don't really want to say like we i need to produce credit or the site needs to produce credit i want someone to submit me a demo that <laughs> i can share with the other writers and we can be like all right let's see what these guys can do and focus on the international audience yeah um that's partially what the store is for we have a uh, save dogs album on there hail also gave me some copies of his album so like that's the test right now is to see if people are interested in physical copies of cds and if it does work out then we can you know branch out and start doing more you know because some people still love physical cds like i still love physical mm-hmm. cds and it's how to get them into the hands of people quicker than ordering like from yes asia or yeah. amazon and also that money goes back to the musician that's always been the goal is to support musicians in any way possible. So where can people find you if they want to go and check out your website? Um, so we have the most basic URL ever. Mm-hmm. It's just greenindie.com. So the store link is there. We're on Twitter and Facebook. Basically, anything Korean Indie on a social network, I probably have it. That's great. Well, thanks very much for talking to us today. All right. Thank you for having That's... me. What about indie music? I don't know. There are a lot of people um, coming out of the sidelines and releasing more music and things like that. But again, I'm still waiting for them to start doing it. I'm waiting for it to go a little further into the year before I make any decisions. I always find that when you make decisions on who's going to do well at the start of the year, it kind of goes downhill for them. I mean, what we can say is from the airport, it's just released their first full album yeah um hopefully we'll have an interview with them soon originally actually what we were planning to do is have them on this podcast but we had some scheduling issues so we're gonna put it online instead on the website but yeah one of their videos was filmed in london so i think we're gonna try and convince them they should come back here yeah because they are very good and they were one of our first interviews so we back them a (laughs) hundred percent This episode's music break is Flying Walls by From the Airport. Walls in this room. 
music featured in this podcast comes from From the Airport's new album, You Could Imagine. For details on where to buy it, see the episode's article on beyondhallyou.com. Uh, drama predictions for the year? Any Anything you're looking forward to? I've not actually no. been keeping up to date with anything to do with dramas, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, the Hong sisters are coming back with a new drama I saw, um, but I have to say I'm not a huge fan of their work. <laughs> Big was the last Hong sisters drama that I watched. And, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Did they write a secret project? You see, I don't know. I can never remember. I do recall that I love that. They wrote Master's Son, but I didn't watch that. Ah, uh, I did. <laughs> that didn't sound too hard to do. That's pretty good. Did I just have bad luck when I chose Big and that was just yes. terrible? Yes. <laughs> 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 <It> was incorrectly. <laughs> but it had Gong Yu in it, so I didn't really... Literally everything else he's been in is good. And then when it's not good, they're still Gong Yu, so... Anyone that ever complained about me discussing Gary... Yeah, yeah. I'm not at the same level. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Wait! Isn't Reply 1988? Oh, yes, yes. No, I'm excited for that. That's TVN, though. I'm excited for that. I just yes. remembered that. I'm actually very excited yes. for that, so... Because yeah. that is a really interesting... For, like, so many reasons, that'll be interesting. And that's a really interesting transition period in Korean history between a dictatorship, I suppose, and democracy. So <laughs> music is kind of interesting, also. Mm. It's totally different. I don't know. Either way, I'm excited for it. So yeah, no, that should be, that's what I'm excited for. That's pretty much it. We'll get someone who actually knows what they're talking about on one day to talk about dramas. Um, well, I think that we should probably finish up now. Maybe what we should do is make some predictions. Should we try and do five each? Is that too many? We'll try and do three each. Three each, yeah. yeah. You can start. <laughs> oh, good. I predict. Mm-hmm. That Big Bang will actually make a comeback this year. It'll actually happen. That's a very good one. I can't upstage that. I predict that CL won't do as bad as people are expecting in the US. Mm-hmm. I've got some hopes for her. I don't particularly what? like her music, but I've got hopes for her. What level do you think she'll achieve to? Do you think she'll get on Billboard or... Like, are we talking, like, SNSD? Are we talking, like, Wonder Girls? Are we talking, like, Psy? I probably reckon about Wonder Girls. I think that this year will can be a bit like last year. K-pop will continue to maintain its current level, but won't really expand any further. Yeah, that's a pretty realistic viewpoint. I predict that we... And this is just talking about London unfortunately mm-hmm. sorry everyone else i predict that we will get a couple more artists coming to london okay but that means that people need to be on their best behavior do you hear that <laughs> london is starting to become a scary place for idols so calm down okay my final one mm-hmm. i predict yeah. that this year it will be announced that gary is in some kind of relationship no no stop it no <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you know, there was the whole song Jiho thing, and they were like all over each Why other. Have you done this? Why have you done this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, my final prediction is that I predict that this year a lot more couple announcements will be made, and it's going to break people's hearts. Probably me. <laughs> but we have to stay strong and get through this together. 
a lot of the idols and stuff that are around now like are more established and they're older and it's kind of natural that that's going to happen I think I love it that more people are coming out as having boyfriends and girlfriends and stuff it's great because I was trying to worry about them (laughs) the most boring couple to me was you know and Isangi, because it's just like you're too, you're both really like perfect in the eyes of everyone. Oh, can they get married this year? I think that would be hilarious if they just got married and had a really perfect, boring child. I heard they broke up. I don't know if that's true though. I know, I heard that, but then he came out as saying that they hadn't. Yeah, so maybe they haven't. But mm. yeah, maybe they'll get married and have just be like too perfect and just perfectly boring, really. Oh, yeah. Here we go. There's another one. There's another prediction. There'll be one more idol marriage in 2015. We had some men last year. Yeah. I think we're due another one. I'm crossing my fingers. I would like to predict that there will be an idol that will come out as gay. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen. I'd like that to happen. I don't think it will. The only but... way that I think that would happen if by some miraculous chance a member of Chinese is gay oh my god how can we all any of us even possibly imagine that just, if they don't just want ruin you no I, I, no we've had this we're not having this conversation we've had this before <laughs> <laughs> but if by any you know one of them just happens to be gay and they don't renew their contracts this year yeah then possibly an idol will come out but that's the only way I see it here's hoping here's hoping or, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that would have to happen. They'd probably have to be leaving or about to leave their group for someone to come out, unfortunately. Yeah. And just, you know, wanting to move into a new place. You know, unless they want to take help, Hong Sok Jeon be the sort of the other top gay or whatever he calls himself. Or maybe it'll be a woman. Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> it would be. I'm hoping that it's a, a, a certain member of um, Running Man. Just, just the only woman. Because <laughs> <laughs> you really want her to have a happy life or because you want Gary to yourself? Because I really want her to have a happy life. Uh-huh. I, just, I just really want her to have a happy life and not be in a relationship with Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is the end. Um, next time... Well, yeah, I mean, what we're talking about is we would like to possibly... Switch up the format. I know we've only made two episodes, so that doesn't really... We don't really have a format yet, but we're working on working on our format. And what yep. we would quite like to do is do one more higher production value podcast where we maybe cover a specific topic and talk to a number of people who are sort of relevant to that kind of topic and then do this kind of podcast once a month, um, <laughs> which I think might work quite well. What we'd really like is questions. Yes. So if anyone wants to tweet us or leave us a comment on Facebook. Or send or, us an email. Yeah, we Call like emails. We we'll get back to you. Email. But if there's any questions you want us to go over or certain topics that you'd like us to discuss in more detail, mm-hmm. um, then just contact us. It's a podcast at beyondhellyou.com for the email where we've got... Also, I set up a Skype account where you can leave us voicemails mm-hmm. and then we can play them. But if you want to send us any questions, we would like to do an Ask Beyond Tell You section. I really like advice columns and I really like advice podcasts and I'm totally shameless about that. I really enjoy them. I don't know about you. He does. You know, if you ask us a question, we can give you an answer. If we don't know, we'll try and find someone else who can give you an answer. Yep. Or if you just want our opinions on something. So just send us yep. an email, send us a 
tweet, send us a Facebook message. Send us stuff. <laughs> send, yeah, just send us, send us send your us questions. Stuff. We'll be back in two weeks um, with some kind of podcast. It will be more organised, maybe? Yeah, this one was a little bit hectic. Yeah, I'm kind of liking a hectic format though. <laughs> but not all, all the time. No, sometimes we will, we will be more serious. We're just starting and we're hoping that you'll like grow with us maybe. And someone said that they liked the editing last week and that made me really happy because it took me a really long time. Aww. We will be back next time. Until then, have a good next couple of weeks. Bye. Bye.